Fucking with rims, I don't want it. Stop me out. Bit block me out. What is up, people of the world? <laughs> this is Riley, host of the Wally Media Podcast. I am so excited for today's episode because, one, we're going to talk a little bit about my first experience on a radio station, being an on-air personality, and then we're going to segue into my favorite TV show, probably of all time, by far the funniest of all time. Impractical Jokers, and I am joined by one of my favorite people in the entire world. He, we met in seventh grade in math class, and we hit it off talking about Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. We were joking about, you know, Steve! And we just hit it off ever since then, and we've been cracking jokes and having fun. Um, he, in a way, is my Impractical Joker buddy, because they also met in high school, but we met earlier. Let's welcome to the show, Colton Adams. Glad to be here, bro. <laughs> How are you, Colton? I'm doing very good, and I'm extremely excited. Are you nervous? I'm just ready to dive into it, man. Hell yeah. Well, I remember you asked me about my first time on the radio show, and I kind of gave you a vague yeah. answer. Mm -hmm. So, because I wanted to save it, because I knew we were going to be on the podcast soon. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to bring up... I started volunteering at KNON 89.3 a couple weeks ago. I emailed a ton of different radio stations, and Jason from KNON reached out to me. He was the only one who reached out back to me, and... He was like, I'd be happy to show you how the show works and how I run the board here. Yeah. And I'm like, I cannot, you know, pass this up. Right. It's It was a morning show. It was at 7, but I didn't care if it was at 4 a.m. I would have been there. Jason is a, a UNT grad, like us, which is cool. So we connected right off the bat right there. And let's see. I went in on that Saturday, 7 to 10 there's a show from seven to eight it's with a reverend and he talked about decriminalizing marijuana and prostitution and i was afraid that he was going to put me on the air because i didn't want my radio debut to be yeah. talking about <laughs> prostitution <laughs> pretty cool, i would have no idea what to say because it kind of gets into like political where um, was this place at Good question. It's it's off of Coit Road in Dallas. It's basically, I don't know if you know where Mockingbird is, but it's like an exit further than that. It's fairly close to the AAC. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that. that so you got there at I got there at like six fifty a.m. I remember you posted something in the morning. Yeah, I took a picture of what I was doing. I was like, let's go. Yeah, I was really excited. So. Yeah, they had the show from 7 to 8 with uh, the Reverend, and luckily I was just able to just shadow what was going on on Jason's board. And then from 9 to 10, they do what they call the Workers Beat, and they have two people that come in and talk about labor unions. I was like, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. This is so stupid. And this station is run by volunteers, so that's probably why I got in, like volunteer-wise, and I got in so easily to shadow is because this 
station doesn't make a lot of money. It's not a high rolling so corporation. Volunteer though, right? Yeah, volunteering. There are about five employees at this radio station, and the rest are volunteers. Like, if I wanted my own show, I would be not paid. Okay. Yeah. Just for fun, people are passionate about it. Exactly. Much. Yeah. So that went well, and I had a lot of fun. That's but good, the main course was like the next Wednesday was when Jason hosts hosts his own show from seven to nine a.m. on yeah Wednesdays. So I went in at 6.50 again on that Wednesday, and he asks me, do you want to talk? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hell yeah, I want to talk. Oh, yeah. I, I, um, I bet you're nervous, though. That's a, I'm glad you brought I that up. I have been so nervous. I, my heart was pumping a little bit, yeah. but I was really proud of myself because I held it in really good. Yeah. And it's, it's nerve-wracking because this is live, right? You can't be going on there and saying the wrong F word. Oh <laughs> you know, because you, you can't take it back. <laughs> yeah, because you know me, I'll just be oh, like, yeah, I'm gay. <laughs> Sometimes. But um, here, I'm going to pull up my intro so you and the rest of the listeners can hear. Bear with me here. I'm hoping you didn't talk about politics. Oh, my God. Because I know you hate all right, here we go. Here's Jason introducing me in between a few different music, um, musical numbers. I got about 13 minutes of airtime, but this is the intro at like 7, 10 a.m. Here we go. I'm a new person in the studio. I didn't ask you before we got on the air. Do you have a DJ name you want to go by? I like to go by my broadcast alias, Roddy B. Roddy. I don't know why. I just think it's, it's catchy. I okay, do like well, that. Okay, well, hi, Roddy B. I don't have a broadcast alias, but go ahead and tell people, say hi, how you doing. Tell people a little bit about yourself. Hey, KNON listeners. I am Riley. I graduated from UNT, like Jason, your host, and I just want to get into broadcasting. I listen to a lot of sports radio. I listen to uh, The Ticket here in Dallas, and I'm just now getting into KNON, and Jason was nice enough to let me on the... Uh, let me shadow him at the station. Yeah, we have very similar origin stories here at the station. I was, look, I was looking for some experience in radio. You're looking to get into radio, and KNON is a great of a new person in the studio. There it is. No, you sound good, dude. How do you think I did? I think you sound... You, no, you don't sound nervous. <laughs> That's Like, good. you're just talking. Like, I would... I'd get up there and start You'd stuttering. have shake voice, like... Oh, eh. oh no, your voice cracks good. a lot, too. Yeah, so. every time. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, I'll tell you. We did that first segment. And whenever we went to the next songs or the next break or whatever, I was hooked. Yeah. I loved it. I love being on the radio. I thought it was the coolest thing yeah. ever. And it's it's fascinating because you may be talking to 500 people, but in reality, you're talking to dead air in front of you yeah. or the host that you're sitting with. And you're never going to know who you're talking to either. Right. Because... And I was—I don't think I was that nervous because of that. But if those 500 people were in front of me, I'd be crapping my pants. So it's an interesting dynamic, yeah. what what goes on. Um, but it's it's really cool. Uh, you'll hear me on the air again uh, May 5th. They do their pledge drives where they raise money for the station and they have different volunteers come in and talk about radio and stuff. So maybe they'll let me talk about sports or something. Yeah. How is, how's the maps thing going? Fred for the maps. Oh, yes, yes. I've seen a couple of your posts on Twitter. Cool. Um, I do have about like 10 loyal readers. I'm a writer for the Peach Basket. I write about the Dallas Mavericks. I wish I could write about the Celtics, but yeah. <laughs> I got suckered into the Mavericks. Yeah, at least you can talk about Luca. 
Yeah, yeah. It is It is kind of hard to watch Lucas sometimes just because he cries so much. He does. Cry. Oh, my God. You know, they talked about it on the broadcast last See, night. Watch, have you been to a Mavs game recently? No. Or, no, not. I just oh, haven't. shit. Have you? I went the last game of the 2020 season, mm. and he, after every play, it was, he's crying to death. Yeah, yeah, it's and so, so annoying. He's so good on offense. Yeah, but he, he always just cries to the ref, and he doesn't play defense. You know, I've noticed he he plays like a soccer player. Yeah, like the, his hand motions, the way he does things, it's yeah. like a soccer player. And he grew up playing soccer. Yeah, so that's true. And he speaks different languages to the refs. He's like <laughs> talking shit to him, flirting with the, the female. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But um, yeah, yeah, that was my first time on the radio. Is really cool. Um, we were definitely just talking about writing. And uh, yeah, the articles are cool. They're brief. Yeah, I just recap the game and I give some of my own thoughts. And I think you read it's pretty cool. Something about De'Aaron Fox. Oh yeah, I had a great line on De'Aaron Fox. It was it was as fast as De'Aaron Fox is. The game is really slowing down for him. It's a wrap. wrap. You know it's a wrap. Oh, man. man, That's too good. That was killer. He is is fast. I like Fox. He's fun to watch. He's a lefty, too. He's underrated. For sure, bro. He is. His team just needs to win games, and they'll be fine. But, um, yeah, thanks for asking. I I do like writing a lot. I don't like writing too much, or else it'll burn me out. But And it's smart, because if you write freaking a novel every time, you're like, okay, who's reading this, first of all? Exactly. It has to be brief because people nowadays, especially our age group, have no attention span. That's why TikTok is is popular because it's less than a minute. Right? Okay. Enough about me. Colton, Colton, why don't you tell the listeners like what we're going to talk about? Why don't you talk about um, like what Impractical Jokers is? What the show is about? So basically, it's four dudes. They were best friends in high school. Always did stupid stuff. They all went their way after high school and did their separate jobs. But for a while, they started hanging out. I think it was on Saturday nights or something. And they started doing skits every night. They were trying to make it big. Just trying to come up with funny skits and do stupid stuff that they thought was funny. Not the listeners thought was funny, which is what I like. Because their sense of humor, I think, is alike to me and yours. 100%. They're like, oh, that's why we like them. And like... They don't, they don't care. Like, they just enjoy being around each other, enjoy doing stupid stuff. And so I listened to a YouTube video, and it's it, it, they sent in one of their last videos that would that had to be approved by a TV network or something. And they said if it didn't get approved, they were done. Wow. And so True TV signed them on. And so now they, I think it's, I don't know when they started, you know. Um, well, they're on season nine, so subtract nine from 2021, 2012? Yeah, 2011 or 2012. Um, they just started freaking doing challenges every day, and one person goes out in uh, the real world and does something stupid, and the other people have to tell them what to do. Um, and if you can't do it, you lose. If you have the most losses in an episode then you get punished and the punishments are what they think are funny and it's very, <laughs> and they like, are funny <laughs> to the person that's being punished so now they're 10 years in and super famous you know what and they're they're 10 years in that was a good description and they're the same. they are and the exact the same. same they're doing they're doing season 9 post covid you know their their shows all hd and everything oh, yeah. they've they're made it big movies. time yeah they've made it they've and they're still it. doing their same humor and the the funniest thing to me i was thinking about this the other day is me and you think it's funny 
imagine how funny they think it is. Because oh my god. It's like if you and freaking, you know, Reese, and Reese Chew yeah. Boy or someone like went out, we would think it's so funny. We wouldn't even care who was watching because we would just know right, each other so Right. Well, and you know? that's why I think they do so and, well on cameras because yeah. they're with each other and they're they're just focused on each other and what the bit is and they're just fans. Half the time they don't even know that they're on TV. Like they're just like, Yo, that's it. I'm going out to do this. Yeah, exactly. Like, work? You're like yeah, right. It's not so work. I have to ask, how do you think that you just named four people? You, me, Reese, and Jake. I don't know. Those first people that popped <laughs> up in my head. Think, I don't know why. Do you know how much fun we would have? I think me, you, and Reese would be good because you and Reese had a childhood together, but me and yeah. Reese now are really close. And so us three for sure, I think we would all connect pretty well. I don't know who the fourth person would be. Really it's okay. It's okay. That. It's all good. Um, I feel like uh, Reese would kind of be like the Q of the group because yeah, he's, he's older. He's he's a year older than me, um, so he's I do definitely see a lot of similarities. Um, but yeah, no, that was a great description of the show. What we're gonna do is we're gonna go over our top five funniest moments, personal moments that we laughed the hardest at. And then after that, we're just going to basically riff about just funny moments from the show and just have fun and just talk and just lay back and, you know, have a good time. So here's what I'm thinking. You have your five. I have my five. Do you have them in order? I have five down to one. Okay, sweet. That's that's what I'm thinking. So I'm thinking um, you start. You start with five and then I'll do my five and then we'll go down. We'll talk about honorable mentions after. Yeah, exactly. So set up. Set up what the kind of the bit is, and then go into your number five. That, sorry, the listeners, the the dogs are in the back fighting. Just let them do their background music thing. <laughs> so, All right, yeah. My number five actually is a bit, and it's it's it has to do with Joe, <laughs> and one of my number five moments. This was close to another Joe moment, but I'll give that one an honorable mention. But it's when they do the bit with the costumes. And they have to see how many costumes they can get in a row <laughs> until the person recognizes them. And I think the that they're all they're all super funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the one that got me was when Joe. It was the second time around, and it was after the one where he he came as came in as a Russian dude with the big hat. Okay. <laughs> it was the one after he came in as the woman that he was punished oh my god in like three seasons ago. He, he brought it back in to the show. He's the ugliest girl ever. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw it, I lost it. So and they all lost it too. Sal fell down. Oh my and god! He just thought it was so funny. That's a that's a good one. That's funny. That was that was awesome. What did he, what did he say his name was in that one? I don't remember. I don't, I, I didn't rewatch it, but I did remember. Oh man, dude! What, this was number five, and I'm already crying. <laughs> this is so good. That was hilarious. <laughs> And it's funny because all all Murs and Sal's are amazing too. Yeah, he comes balsamic bin. They're all so funny. Do you like the Joe one where he's like, he's a Corvon Cole. Yeah. I just got done with a tea time with Owen Wilson. (laughs) Oh, Joe's so funny. (laughs) He's my favorite. Who's your favorite? Sal's my favorite. Sal, okay. He's got it. You know, honestly, what I was going to say before, my funniest moments... I can make a top five funniest moments of just Sal. One hundred thousand percent agree. Oh my I almost did that, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try to balance it out a little bit. I was kind of there too. <laughs> I love Sal so much. Yeah, the show. I know. I think he's the glue of the show. To be honest. Yeah, him and God, they're all so funny, dude. Yeah, they got their own little styles. All right, all right. My number five. Okay, I love this one, and I have the audio for it. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna play it for you. So this one is the one where they're put in by themselves in a focus group in front of three people and they make inventions for each other. Yeah. And, <laughs> and this one is uh Sal. Of course. I lost my mind at this one. Let me just play the audio okay, and I'll let I'll let it, it. Yeah, I'll let it go. Like, how do you explain that? Tire baby. Tire baby. That is also cutely designed to be a baby toy. I bet they're all so confused. Love to have babies. All right. How do you explain that? That is so. That's that's the funny part about it. Is that imagine a tire rolling and just the baby is is getting. I don't even know how to explain it. Uh, th- this was one moment I was watching with my mom, and we both just lost our minds. It was so funny. You good? <coughs> That's my number fiver, Mr. Koff. So your parents watch it a lot. They love it. Especially my mom. My mom's a huge fan. <coughs> Jeff watches it a lot. Really? We, if we're at the same... Jeff is Colton's stepdad. On Thursday night, he turns it on and we watch it. <coughs> okay. It's always fun to watch it with, with somebody. Yeah. I laugh a lot harder when I'm watching it with you or my mom. Yeah. Or, Super funny. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of times where, like, I literally will come home from work, from the gym, cook food. I always sit at the same same table, put my phone up. Sometimes I have no idea what I'm going to watch. Not feeling Impractical Jokers at all. Don't want to watch it. I put a Sal Punishment. <laughs> I'm not even watching it's it. It's such a I go-to. I want it in the background. Like, I'm not feeling it, and it's just on. Always. That's so great. Always. Every day, dude. I love that. Awesome. That's awesome. Okay. Number four? You're four. Okay, this is my favorite punishment of Sal's. Mm. I don't think it's his best punishment, but I love watching Sal be scared. And I, this video popped up on some, some YouTube thing, but... I th- I'm pretty sure it's my favorite Sal punishment just because of how scared he gets. And it's when he goes to the corn maze <laughs> and he yells at that little girl and he, he yells that. It's a girl. It's a little that, girl. I'm not afraid to punch this little girl. She goes at me. I can and see how you goes through the whole maze. And then afterwards they, they fling the string back and he has to find his way. Yeah. Out, I think. And that. then the cat comes out at the oh, end. The cat comes out at the end. I it's think a- that is hilarious because he was so, he's genuinely scared. Like genuinely of the little girl doesn't know what to do with his body. Oh my! And the the scarecrow is actually the pretty scarecrow, scary. That would have got food. me. Yeah, I love when Sal has to do things like he's not comfortable with, like being scared, being grossed out, being around a cat, just overwhelmed in general. Yeah, in the elevator. <laughs> the elevator. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. There's another one where they where Joe is just saying, um, "We like to." Uh, 
mess with Sal. We just send everybody in. And he's working receptionist, and he sent four people up oh, to yeah. the front desk, and he's just overwhelmed. Yeah. Like, guys, what do I say? <laughs> yeah, he always asks questions. All right. Hell yeah. Um, my four? Oh, yes. I love this one. Um, this was the first ever Impractical Jokers challenge I watched that got me hooked onto the show. Okay. It was... <clears throat> The different size straw challenge. Different size straw. <laughs> Where they what, all what they all get different sizes oh, of straw, they to, yeah, and they, they have to sip out of someone's drink. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> and they give Sal the the thirty foot one. one yeah. He has to stay up like two tables <laughs> He got it though. He yeah. got the drink. And I then, think the guy moved it closer. Didn't he? <laughs> he moved it backwards. Um, <laughs> shit! What was the other one? Um, I think Murr had like the, a the one inch. One. <laughs> <laughs> to go straight up to the cup. Oh, oh man. Yeah, I was immediately hooked after watching that one. That is a great episode to be hooked on. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Alright, cool. Like, I do I can't I can't even imagine being in a restaurant and like just seeing someone come behind me with a giant straw. Like I don't know what I do. <laughs> well yeah, what would you I don't do? Know what I would do. Oh man. I don't yeah. Wow, that really stopped me in my tracks. Yeah. What would you do? You just kinda like, what are you doing, bro? Like I don't know. After watching the show now, now watching nine seasons of the show, I'd probably just let it happen. It, oh, if I knew it was them. Absolutely. Oh yeah, I would. I would do my best to play See, along okay, with so the bit. What would you? I have a question. What would you do if you knew it was them, and you knew they were filming, and you knew he was doing a joke on you? Would you like react to him like "I love you so much"? Like I watch your show, or would you play along? I at first in my head I would I would do an initial like a shock, yeah. and then I would be like. They might be filming. Let's right. let's get down to business and let me just do my thing. And if they come up to me, I'll play it cool. I, I would do my best, but I don't know how well I'd do. What do I, I do? I, I would try. I would try my best to try yeah. to get make a good reaction. Get everybody laughing because that I would make him lose. I would whoever it was. I would try to make him really. Lose you wouldn't so help him bad. win. Nope. Unless, <laughs> especially if it's Sal, I'd make him lose. <laughs> you want to see him punished? Yeah, that last. That last. Uh, that was your number four, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. That reminds me of when they went to. The ice cream place or the cupcake place, and <laughs> <laughs> someone ordered like twelve cupcakes or something, and he put them all in that little bag. And then the next lady ordered one, and he got the biggest <laughs> box possible and put it in there. <laughs> he handed it to her. Do that you remember crazy. the one? I think it's in that one as well, That's where where um, they make Mer get a cake for a a couple who is having a baby, and the the writing on the cake says, "Congrats on oh, your yeah. big ass baby." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. oh, congrats on your big ass baby. <laughs> and they like opened it right then too. Yeah. The guy laughed. He was a good sport about it, but uh Number three, bitch! Okay, this one. <clears throat> I don't think this was it's a murder punishment. And I don't think it was his best punishment. But I don't know what the deal was with myself that day. This is the hardest I've ever laughed. At any episode, any punishment. No way. Ever. Like, I, I probably paused it four times. Just because I missed so much <coughs> out of it. Like, I was laughing so hard to pause it to control myself. <laughs> and like, I can't wait. I don't I don't know why it was so funny to me. I don't even think it's that funny. But, there's a murder punishment. And it has to pertain with a dentist tool. So, I want you to guess what it is. It's a punishment. They use it in the dentist office. Novocaine. <laughs> it's, 
It's when he uh, he got his mouth numb by MC. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. no <laughs> that one, dude. I because I had no idea what was gonna happen. And then right at the start, he started talking, and Sal goes, "You're gonna sound like a super soaker out there." <laughs> and then he went out there and tried to eat the spaghetti and drink, and he couldn't say any words. First time I saw that, I cried. That was so I funny. Cried the first time I saw that. <laughs> which part? Which part made you crack? I, I it was the whole. Th- it was the very start when Sal said that, and he couldn't talk. And he was <laughs> He's <just> like spitting <laughs> everywhere. And then Joe gave him a word, and he couldn't say it. And he had to drink the water, and it just poured all over him. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, braised beef is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> that one was. I just think it was a brilliant idea. That was especially that was for Mur. Yeah, yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. That's funny. Oh man, you know what? Yeah, I put that on my honorable mentions because I knew you would have that one. Yep, that's that is so funny to me the first time actually. Hell yes. We're do- you're doing really good. I like your list so far. Um, so my number three, I also have the audio for this one. It is the name game. Yeah. It's a good one. On my honorable mention. And <clears throat> the one I chose, I think, was is the most classic uh, name game bit. Okay. And it's by Sal. And I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to play it. I'm guessing it loses it. No, I heard it's coming today. When the name game comes on, I always try to play along with it and try not to laugh. Yeah. I always lose because it's so funny. It's so funny. You know, I had that. I had one of those name games in the number five, <coughs> and I brought it down to an honorable mention. Okay, good. They had the, all the name games are just amazing. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I couldn't really pick out one, so it's probably good yeah, that you put it as honorable mention. But Sal always loses them. Yeah, he's so funny. <laughs> Dill Funk. 
<laughs> that's that's Joe where that's where I got the inspiration to do um, my final credits for my podcasts is making up funny names. That's exactly where I got them. Where I do, oh, okay. I give credit to you know Master Queef. Yeah, or, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. At the end of the podcast, yeah, all the time. I'm like, who is people? That's where I got it. I figured it's a joke. Yep, and also shout out to the Massachusetts radio station um, or the radio show, the car show with Click and Clack. They also did it at the end of their shows. So to give credit to them as well. All right, Colton, uh, we're on what? Two or three? Number two. Oh, top two! This is probably... I don't know, man. This is a, this is a funny one. You've definitely seen it probably 20,000 times. I think it's season two. I think it's season two. Um, okay. I, don't, I don't know which season funny. Is, But presentation one. Yes. And it's Sal and it's Joe. <laughs> and they're doing a presentation, and Sal starts to laugh, and Joe's reading the board, and they both lose it. Sal turns his body, loses it. Joe's continuing on. There's a door in front of Sal, and Sal opens the door, and he walks out. <laughs> That's so funny. So funny. And then he walks back in and with an orange poster. <laughs> it, it's funny because he acted like he had to go get something, and right. he came back. Watch it with some was, dumb orange poster. He's that like, is just, for the next that's one. just pure. That's just pure comedy. Like he just was laughing <laughs> so hard he had to leave the room. You know, I love that because a huge part of actual funny comedy is when characters break at their own skits right. and they laugh at their own skits. And it, I think it's funnier when you know the characters and you know <clears throat> Sal falls apart and right. anything that Joe does that's right. funny. So, like, if I would have seen that now for the first time. I wouldn't be able to finish this. <laughs> I would it. probably throw my phone at the at the freaking wall. It'd be so funny. But oh, I remember man. watching that first time, and I was just like, "Who is this guy? Why is this so funny to him?" Was that one of the first episodes you watched? I think it was pretty pretty recent, and that's how I knew it was pure comedy because I was like, "That you can't write that. Right. You can't write that. Like right. he's falling apart." Get the heck out of here. Like, it's so impressive that they could do all this on camera and have actual reactions and natural reactions. Yes. It's so great. And Joe, it's just his eyes make Sal laugh. And it's, oh my Anything, God. Anything, Joe. He can do it with a straight face. <laughs> so, Joe's so ugly. <laughs> God. <laughs> He's so oh, man. All right. My number two. Oh, my God. My number one and two make me absolutely cry every yeah. single time. Okay, my number two. It's a Joe punishment. Okay. I think I know what it is. I think I know what it fucking is. Do you want to take a guess? I'm not going to guess, but I know what <laughs> okay, it is. Okay, okay. Hey, I'll, okay, let me... I'll, I'm going to write it down. Okay. And then, if I'm right... You, you I'm win you. something. You win a um, booty lick or something. It, it has to be. It has to be. But if it's if it's wrong... You're going to get it right. I'm not going to show you because it's in my honorable mentions. Okay. Okay, all right. It is the Joe falling on tables punishment. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> Let's go, baby. I knew it, dude. That was so freaking funny, dude. I knew it. Okay, th okay. The part that I watch one hundred times in a row. Five, it is the one where Joe walks. Okay, sorry. This this punishment. First off, Joe has to walk over to I think it's eight different tables that are breakaway. He has to jump on the table where people are uh, eating, and he has to break the table. Yes. Like the normal tables in the restaurant don't break, but the ones that the producers and just the crew came up with on the show, 
came up with extra tables that are breakaway, and he has to jump on the table in front of these people's eating uh, time or whatever, but the people who are at the breakaway tables are actors, so it's fine. Uh, but he does go up to some people who where the table doesn't break. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so... Oh my god, that, that punishment is beautiful. Oh, the okay, the part that um, I mentioned earlier, the the one where he goes up to the blonde chick who's eating alone, and he's like, he's like, how's the bread? <laughs> he falls right into it. <laughs> he's like, that was an easy one. Get them a cheesecake. <laughs> I'm the, the manager. Best part is, is when he doesn't break it, he goes, it's okay, I'm the manager. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh, the man. I'm the manager. Get them a cheesecake. <laughs> Oh man! That Have you seen the epi- that episode where it's an inside joke, <laughs> inside jokes, and uh, what happens? So it's an inside joke, and the punishment's over, and he's walking back to the back, and he slips and falls. Have you seen that part? It's like after the yes, part, yes, inside joke. Yes. So they wrote in the in the in the little description. You know yeah. how they give that little sticky note at the bottom. It wrote that Q was not hurt in this or uh, not Q. Joe was not hurt in this punishment. Until he slipped and fell. And he oh. had to get medical like help to help but like help his knee or something. Interesting. Like so cool. And he, the last really one he had to go off the top the of the ladder. ladder. <laughs> yeah, I do remember this. That slip. is the best Joe punishment. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, uh, oh, we're doing great. Yeah. Are we on to number one? We're on to number oh! one. Oh Alright, man. Take it away. So my number one is it's in a bit. And there's there's two that are tied. But they're in the same bit. They're in the same bit. The bit. I don't even want to tell you because it's so funny. <laughs> so I think this is their greatest creation. Their greatest bit of all time. I'm pumped. Um, so. The bit is. Is they're all four doing it at the same time. And it's you laugh. You lose. <laughs> and there's two of them that are tied for my number one. Okay. The first one. Is Joe, and it's when I think it's Joe's turn. They're on. They're in that little. Uh, I don't know. They're just in a big area, and Joe whips out his yoga mat, and he takes his jacket off and he rips it off, and he's wearing a sports bra, and his huge belly pops out, and they all just look down, and they knew that they couldn't watch, and then he went down and stretched and looked directly at you and the eyes, and he broke. That was funny. The first time I saw that, him taking off that freaking That was a good one, yeah. Is. And he's like eating the apples. <laughs> it's time. And then the second one is Murr. And it's in a different You Laugh, You Lose punishment. Or uh, not punishment, bit. Mm, yeah. But I don't know why it was so funny. But he was sitting in the chair. And someone came up to him and said, hey, you're ready to go. He got up out of his chair, <laughs> got on his scooter, his little suitcase scooter, <laughs> suitcase. and scooted away. <laughs> The first time I saw that one, dude, I lost it. Oh, man. The moto bag is what it's called, I remember. That bit is so funny, and I wish they did it every episode. Didn't Murr make somebody laugh on that one? I I think he... It probably sounded. Oh, my God. That was so funny. Um, <laughs> remember the one where Q grabs the camera and he's and he's like he's like sexy selfie and then he turns over to the black yes. guy and he's like interracial selfie. <laughs> yes, dude. I think that that bit is amazing. Yeah, that is a and really think, funny one. I think Murr has won two of them, which is impressive because Murr had that baby come in one time, that black baby. Yes, and then the other one he Facetimed uh, like David Zucker yeah. or some director. Did Q lose it or Sal lose it? Yeah. I don't know what happened. 
Yes, those are funny. <laughs> what about the one the, where... That is my favorite bit of all time. The same one, the moto bag one, where Joe, he grabs the two skeleton um, mom and dad because his parents are dead, and yeah. he brings them in, and <laughs> yeah. he's like, you go on the roller coaster and everything. Um, oh. They're all so creative. Uh, I don't know how they come up with this stuff. I, I love how they think they, they, think they know what's going to break everyone else, yeah. and usually they end up just looking at Sal. That's so great that their so their chemistry is that they know what pure each com- other's tipping comedy. point is. It's, oh, so funny. Okay, my number one is so easily far and away the number one. I can't stress this one enough. I have never laughed harder probably in my entire life at this punishment. Punishment. It's a Sal punishment, punishment. and I think it's late season eight. Okay. It is the Sal Drunk Goggles Waiter. Oh, I forgot you told me about this one. That is a good one. Okay, I'm gonna need to. I'm going to post this one on my Wally Media Instagram. I'll post the video of it. I cannot stress enough how funny this is. First off, drunk goggles in general are just funny. You know what's funnier? Not funnier, but. They do drunk goggles all the time, which is hilarious. Because remember when they were at the pool? <laughs> yeah. And they had their run? The black goggles. Yeah, the right, black goggles. Runs. And they've had to do it. I think that bit is hilarious. It is funny. But Sal being <laughs> away. The he's he's pouring the water on the floor. Oh my God. <laughs> and then and then he, he goes into the separate rooms and they spin him. And everybody's laughing in the booth. And then they give him the tray of food to run out. And he does the food has no chance at all. And he just throws it. <laughs> He smacks the wall and falls down. Oh, he did no chance at all. That one was really, oh, really fun. I'm losing it that right now. That is a great self-punishment. Oh, that one is is by far my favorite. It's also my dad is not a huge fan of the show just because he is a baby, and you know what? He, my dad doesn't like it. Really? Either. Is it because they need to tell the strangers at the end what's going on? No, my dad says they're stupid. They're forty, and they do stupid stuff that isn't. Their money not funny though. Hey, say less. <laughs> say less, King. You know, you saw Murr's house. Oh, oh my god. god. Oh god. God. Dude, in New York, that house is expensive. Oh, That's yeah. That's over 500 k Yeah. Come on. I might even go a mil on Get that. Get out of town. It's definitely a Yeah, I might go. He's got a basketball court. Hey, does he have kids? Hey. Right. What's, what's it there? No way, Murr hoops. What is the hoop there for? Huh. Murr, Mur, he's that type of person though. He wants the flex, he wants to show everybody he's got, he's what he's going on. Really? He just oh he's living God. the life. He's so he loves a good status. I love me, bro. That's funny. Hey, I loved our list. I um, loved your list. Run through your top five again, just really quick. So number one is the costume skit with Joe coming out as his retired woman as past punishment. Right. Number two, sound in the Sal in the corn maze. Number three, Murr when he gets his mouth numbed by anesthetic. Mm-hmm. Number two, Sal walking out of the presentation on Joe because he couldn't control himself. And number one was when Murr rolled away on the scooter and tied with Joe when he took his jacket off into the sports bra. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. My five, um, <clears throat> number five, the tire baby invention by Sal. Uh, number four was the different size straw challenge, which was the first challenge I ever saw. Three is the name game overall. Number two is Joe falling on tables punishment. And number one is Sal drunk goggles. 
Man, that was so much fun. We did. We spent all week researching this. I'm I'm crying right now. I'm so tired because of how much I've been laughing. You know how many how many honorable mentions do you have? I'll show you my bullet points. I have about twenty bullet points okay. here. I have like ten. Okay. So we can just bounce off each other. Yeah. I'm sure, we have some familiar ones. Um. Yeah, I'll I'll start since I have more. Yeah, give me. I'll ask you. Give me a funny bit that you had an honorable mention. Okay. Uh, and then Q, I'll do the same, and then you can come up with questions. Okay. Q is uh, pitching a movie to two strangers in a focus group, and the presentation was made by uh, the guys. And uh, one of the slides, uh, it, the title pops up first, and it says, I spent a summer in Jordan. And then he waits about 10 yep. seconds, and then it shows a picture of a young man. <laughs> like he's actually yeah. Jordan. Like he had gay sex, you know. <laughs> oh man! All right. Um, what about you? What's what's one of your honorables? So, so many. Same thing. Oh, presentation. I don't. I cannot remember. I haven't seen the scene in a while. But it's it's when they do. <laughs> it's it's something about countries, and they have like Africa, Jamaica. North American, Japan, okay. and it's like it's not a pie chart, but it's the, the graph chart, and they have one big in the middle, and then they have the two little ones by the side, and they're different colors. Okay, do you remember that one? Uh, I think it's. I'll have to pull it up, but it's like Africa. It, the color was black, and it had like a little graph here, a little graph here, and then a long one, <laughs> like a penis yeah. size. <laughs> and then the Japan one was like a little white one or something. <laughs> I do remember that Almost one. Really, and they just kind of both looked at it and they just started laughing. They were just like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> what do we say about this one? Have you seen uh, the, the the one where they do presentations about dinosaurs? Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> one of the slides was wang length. <laughs> <laughs> I think they got remember with that one. Yeah. Uh, shoot. I wanted to bring up... Um, the most classic bit that they do that we didn't really mention, to be honest, is uh, do what you're told. If you don't, you lose. Mm -hmm. Those are honestly the funniest yeah. ones because that's kind of the birth of the show. It, I mean, the whole gist of the show is daring someone to do something. And that's literally what they're doing is they're daring someone to, you know, do what you're told. And if you don't, you lose. Mm -hmm. We didn't really bring those up just because there's so many of them and. They're kind of hard to find, but those are hilarious, and they usually do it first in the episode to hook the the I watcher. Think they had that in season nine. Oh yeah, when they had the, they were walking around that big. I don't. It wasn't a house, but it was a big. Uh, I don't know where they were. Looking. Were they do photographers? No, they were walking around with someone, <clears throat> and it was like weird stuff in different rooms. Do you remember that? Is that when they're showing uh, the how the apartment houses to people? No, it was, that was a couple seasons ago. That one's funny. <laughs> Those are funny. But it was a recent one. We'll have to watch it. Okay, cool. Don't know. Um, bounce it off me. What you got? So I'm going to give you a really funny punch. Okay. And it was by Joe. And the, they're all four included. So all four are sitting on a stage. And there's a big crowd in the background. And there's a host. And the host reads a question... And after the question's asked, Murr, Q, and Sal all looked at Joe and said, I think that's a good one for Joe. Is that, is and that... he's the expert. <laughs> <laughs> and, he had, 
no idea what to say. They ask you about like superposition and Planck's constant. Is that you know how the Earth goes like that? The Planck does that. We're right here. So funny. And Sal was over there crying the whole time. Joe called Q Doctor Robot. <laughs> and then someone called Joe Doctor something and he goes expert. Like he was playing along with it. Oh yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Man, how do we know so much about this? How many how many episodes have you seen? What? Like five I don't times think I've over. Seen every episode in season number one. I know you told me one time you've probably seen them season one's probably the most episodes you've seen. Like maybe I probably see uh, the least of season one. Okay, okay. It's I don't have YouTube TV where you can watch them all. Okay, but if I did, I would start with season one. It's to be honest, it's the least funny. Yeah. Uh, the funniest season. I already know what you're gonna say. Is season season three? Season three is so funny. You know, season three in a lot of shows, I notice this. Um, a lot of best seasons in a in a series are season three because season one, you're setting everything up. Like season it. two, it's starting to get good, and then season three, you're in. Got it. So, yeah, I think that's when it get good it in a lot funny. of shows. Uh, when did it get good in Game of Thrones? I feel I honestly want to say it was five. Season four <laughs> and season six and seven were my favorites. Mm. Season five, I think, started off a little slow, and I watched it recently. I watched all. I watched them more recent than you, because while you were on season eight. I was starting. Mm. So season four, honestly, in my opinion, was my favorite. And then season five was like, okay. Season six was great. Season seven was great. And then season eight was... I agree. I season agree. two was... Season one was okay. I don't remember anything about season three. Um, yeah, anyways, Game of Thrones three, talk. Yeah, no, season <laughs> three probably brought it up season four. And yeah. Season four was it's a wrap. I feel that. You could have ended that season four. Great. Yeah, four or seven. Anyways, yeah, yeah, back to IJ. Sorry. What are we doing here? <laughs> Got um, I think it's your turn. <laughs> you know what? I want you to give me a funny punishment. Okay. Give me a fun funny punishment. Funnest punishment. No, no, you know what? Scratch that. I don't know if you have one, but I want you to give me a, a, a favorite saying, if that makes sense. Mm. So I don't know if there's anything. I have one favorite saying that is hilarious. Like, okay, I'll give you an example. This isn't the one I put. But it's when, when Joe goes, Larry! Like, and you do all the seasons. I want you to think of one and tell me. Okay. Um, it's probably something Joe says um, to, like, make a joke when he's not doing the bit. When he's probably, like, telling them what to do. Um, shoot, man. That's I get a, good a good one. one. Okay, yeah, you just go ahead. Okay, Damn. so... You, you'll like this one too. So it's when it's Joe and he does it all the time. He's probably done it in season one. He does it in season nine. He did it last episode. And he always does it when he's eating. And he's eating and he goes, num num. <laughs> <laughs> num, num. <laughs> and he do, he's done it through the whole freaking show. It's so it's many so pastries. Funny, uh, the egg punishment where yeah. he, he's eating the cracking the egg. <laughs> <laughs> the funny freaking scene. Num, Oh man, yeah, I do like that one. That is hilarious. I do like that, and mine is probably a Joe one as well. Yeah, Joe um, has a lot of funny stuff. He's got a very funny personality. Damn. 
I will bring up one part though. Bring one up. Uh, the bingo punishment is bingo. my dad's least favorite. Do you can you can you imagine yourself sitting in a room of two hundred? I can. Uh, 60 plus year old people who are serious about their bingo. They go every week. Yeah, yeah, probably more. Um, they're serious about their bingo. They want to win some money. They're there for a purpose. And the one thing they don't want to see is some jackass coming up and saying bingo after every time. It just looks like a tool after every time. <laughs> it's, it's such a great, just a softball it punishment. It's cringy. It's per yeah. It might be the top three cringiest moments. Yeah. And I, Sal hates it. He'll he'll tell you that. That was one of his I remember least he was sitting moments. there like, guys, I can't do this. <laughs> like, I, I quit the show. <laughs> I remember he walked in at the beginning and the lady he was sitting next to, he was so nice to. He was like, hey, how you doing? How you doing? How you and doing? then <laughs> later in, she starts to hate him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That is so. That's a. That was a funny punishment. I don't know if I could do it. Yeah, oh, that one might be the one where you sign the end of your contract and you go home. You know, one of the punishments that I don't think I could have done, like I think I would physically been incapable of doing, is a Q punishment, and it's the Q tarantula punishment. Really? When he's I would hate that too. And they're putting spiders on him, and he's going, "What? I don't." Uh, Pump a nickel. <laughs> Pump a nickel. <laughs> and Sal loves every second of it. <laughs> Didn't they get him back with cats or something? Yeah, they didn't get him back. Oh, man. Can you imagine a tarantula on your face? I couldn't, dude. I don't think uh, I could. And you're tied down. And there's just a spider. Yeah. That is a rough one. What's your biggest fear? Biggest fear? I don't know. Are you afraid of death? My fear is more like, uh, it's more deep than like old spiders. It's like mm. philosophical. It's, it's but I'll say more uh, physical fear, which I'm learning as I get older, is heights. Really? Super weird. So the reason how I know I'm scared of heights is because if I'm like looking over something that's really high, my body almost shuts down. Mm. Like, it, I don't know if you've ever felt that, but I remember the first time I ever felt it, I was on a cruise in 2016. And I looked over the top and my body, I thought it was, I thought it was gonna collapse. Like I looked and I was like freaking out. Like, wow. I thought I was gonna go overboard. Ever since that moment, Sometimes I look over rooftops and I, I don't know what to do with my body. Like, do you get kind of feeling. like a shiver down your spine? It, it's literally or? like you can't control it. Like it is a, it's like a gut feeling. You know, when you get those weird gut feelings. I think that's what they call fear. Yeah. It, <laughs> it, it, it was super scary and I never thought I'd be scared of heights until that moment. Wow. So, but I'd still go on a high person and stuff. You know, not a winner. Um, yeah, yeah, heights are interesting because... If you do fall down from any height, Which you're gonna die. Unrealistic. Like the only way I'm gonna fall off is if I. Is if up you want jump. to. Yes. <laughs> so I try to tell my. I'm telling myself that more. Like, dude, bro. Yeah. Like, you want to die, jump. Like, no, jump. but I. To I totally agree with you. I heights is pretty scary. Yeah. Um, my biggest fear. Um. I I fear a lot, like going bankrupt and being homeless. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Like, and having nothing to do about it because That's scary. I, I take having a roof over my head very seriously and I don't take it for granted at all, yeah. especially after watching Survivor so much and all this crap. But, um, yeah, I mean, just trying to figure things out with my life and get my money in order. Uh, yeah, it's scary. So that's a big fear that I have. I don't know if it's, it's my biggest. It's just what I think of off the top of my head and I'm not afraid to share it. Okay, so, so. let's play a little game real quick with IJ. Okay, so yeah. I have an idea. So I'm uh, I'm going to give you a character and you're going to tell me their biggest fear. That what you think is Easy. their biggest fear. Easy. And then you're going to do the opposite. So you give me a person and then Okay. So let's go. 
I'm gonna give you. I feel like Murr is just too easy. Um, maybe not. <laughs> okay, I I know the answer to this one because he's said it multiple times. But I want you to give me Joe's biggest fear. Oh. And I'm telling you, once I tell you, you're gonna be like, "Yep." If you can't think of it, but I think you're gonna get it. Joe's biggest fear. Joe's biggest fear. His wife. His wife. Yeah. Nice. Oh, his wife. He's so scared of his, his wife. <laughs> Anything with that has to do with his wife, he doesn't do. That he, is and his wife uh, has talked him into getting like eight different dogs. That's your one <laughs> one indicator dogs, that though. she controls him. <laughs> Have you seen his the newest episode? Uh, yes. Came out Thursday when he woke up in the middle of the night. That one. And he's got all five dogs on the bed. Every yes, night. that is so. Funny. Can you imagine? That is so funny. Uh, that that was a pretty get, clever punishment. <laughs> I didn't get up at two thirty in the morning for four days straight and pie. do some stupid Australian uh, weather and traffic report. Yeah. And they made him eat a meat pie. He's <laughs> creative. I yeah. liked Mer's punishment the previous week oh, more than that. My God, you know what happened? My mom watched it uh, live when it came out, and she called me right after because she thought it was the funniest punishment ever. That was a really funny punishment. It was hilarious. So what happened was uh, they they hooked up Mer to what they called a spaceship, and it was basically just an apparatus, a circular apparatus that just spinned. And they harnessed him in. They kind of did a backdrop where it looked like space, and they put him on a Zoom call with kids that were just wanting to learn what space was like from an astronaut. But clearly Murr isn't an astronaut. They're just going to spin him in this thing. So uh, once they start asking him questions, um, he'll demonstrate something and they'll spin him. And uh, they, they did uh, toothpaste. <laughs> they sp spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti. And milk. Okay, milk was the funniest one because <laughs> eventually he was he was turned all the way around and, and the milk was it, just right? dumping on his nose. He was basically waterboarding uh, that, himself. That was a really funny punishment. <laughs> Is my face red? Oh, yeah. I'm laughing so Dude, hard. Neck is red. It's like purple, bro. It's kind of scary. But I think it Coach was Miller. funny because they had all those innocent children that had no idea what was going on. Those idiot because kids. Because he, he was, he looks right this, he dropped the spaghetti and it went up to them. <laughs> which I think is <laughs> the, There is actually gravity, even though it's in no gravity. <laughs> and didn't make any sense whatsoever. The kids are like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb kids. Stupid. We hate you. We hate you. <laughs> Do you remember the auto parts store bit where they make Sal use a really feminine voice and he's like, Welcome to the auto parts store. Yeah. <laughs> where we got your auto parts. <laughs> I think it was the same bit when Joe came in as Dracula. Or was that the same bit? I think it and was. He came up behind someone who's. <laughs> That that whole bit was super funny. That's funny. Okay, uh, let me give you a fear of a uh, oh, okay, give me a person. Um, I got all of them in the back, bro. Just give me one. Yeah, I, yeah, I know you're gonna kill. I think this. Joe's was the hardest one. Who is uh, the most afraid of heights? Okay, that's a that's a good question. <laughs> Automatically, that reminds me of when Q won and the three of them lost, and. Uh, it was Mer the firefighter someone. The mm. firefighter punch you do someone. like that one. Yeah. Um, definitely Mer, I would say. Yeah. Because he skydiving. He's scared of heights. Yeah, I honestly didn't think of that, uh, but you enlightened me on that one. Yeah. Um, Sal's pretty scared of heights, too. 
I think Joe's fine with heights because he's still in that subway of whatever he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought of that, but he was fine. I would say I would say Murr because he's scared of skydiving. Yeah. But definitely Sal. I remember when he was trying to get up the ladder. <laughs> I can't do this. Oh, yeah. You remember that scene? How would Sal do if he was skydiving, though? I don't know. That scene, that's in, I put that, I think I put that in my honorable mention, the skydiving scene. And the funniest part is, like, uh, Murr's about to jump out, and they're all in the back, like, Geronimo! <laughs> yeah. At the same time. Man, it would have been. I love them so much. It would have been funny if they were like, hey, Sal, it's a double punishment. Jump out there. <laughs> that oh, man. Well, that yeah. would have been a great one. Oh man, we're having we're having we're having audio fun here. Um, what what do we have? Oh, yeah, a couple have, more. Oh, I wanted to bring up their location episodes. Um, now I wrote the ones that I remember off the top of my head that they did. They did Texas, which was very stereotypical. Uh, New Orleans, they did, which was a lot of fun. I think that's a funny episode. Hollywood, which they did they recently Hollywood. in season eight. I think that was their 200th episode. They did one on a cruise. cruise yep, very that. funny. And they did one in England, which was uh, the, the bar bit was really funny. I love that one. And then, but my favorite location episode that they did was Hawaii. Hawaii. They're doing the presentation in front of a bunch of little kids. They're doing some sort of uh, how to be a Hawaiian seminar to something to a couple families and they make joe and Murr do this <laughs> improv uh song with a ukulele oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. and then make up a song <laughs> oh Boy, man that's so funny yeah their location ones are pretty hilarious I like the cruise one a lot. I think that one's super Where they fun. made uh, Murr get under that guy's chair. <laughs> he got stuck. Yeah. <laughs> the guy in the chair is wearing a Patriot shirt, so shout out. And Joe had to rip his pants somehow or else he lost. <laughs> he looked like an idiot and doing that. Oh. oh, I forgot that's what the punishment that was. was legendary, uh... They did a double punishment where Murr was supposed to talk to talk to like patrons at the top of the stairwell and he was like the captain oh, and he said dumb things. That. Do you remember the punishment? I don't know what location... I bet you know the location. Hugh's the loser, and he's on the bus, and it's in a different it's in a different location. He's on the bus, and he keeps having to say things. He keeps pulling the emergency. Oh, yeah, at Universal Studios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my he God, keeps pulling the emergency. That's one of the worst ones. That's that, cringy. Yeah, that might be one of Q's worst. So he, yeah, he has to keep pulling the emergency break during worst, a tour. The yeah, cringiest ones. They get Q pretty bad because I don't think he's scared of that much. To be it's honest. <laughs> right, right. Like you guys, I quit the show. You guys are lowlifes. <laughs> right. I'm going to get you so bad. No. Okay. So. Uh, okay. So give me the cringiest Q moment. <clears throat> I have one in mind. And I think you have the same. Oh one. my God. Whenever he's. Uh, Come on. Tell me. It. Doing anything in season one. Because he just looks so homeless. Yeah. One time he he had to get out, get out there and get signatures for some stupid. Um, what's the word? Petition. He had to get a petition. He couldn't get anybody. That nobody nobody came up to him. No, it was uh, just a bit. Just a bit yeah. Nobody came up to him to sign because they thought he all the they thought he looked homeless. But uh cringy cringiest punishment. Cringiest punishment. When he has to X out the yep, kids are like, Yes! Look at us, think, dude. That's amazing. That that's probably the hardest thing ever. Yeah, that's a tough one. That is probably the hardest. He only had to do it to one, but they got him. Oh, he did to all of them, remember? Well, at first, uh but oh, when yeah, he refused, then, okay, yeah, yeah, they made him lose. He did all 
six of them. Another funny one, Sal being the photographer at a water aerobics class. (laughs) (laughs) Where he, he, uh... He had to go underwater. He goes, (gasps) right... On that guy's crotch. <laughs> he takes a picture of his crotch underwater. Weren't they old people too? Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a young person do a water aerobics class. Would you ever do one? That's so spare. Yeah, they do it all the time. That's such a spare workout. I see it all the time. It's, it's old obese. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, Shoot, I don't have a lot, but I did want to bring up, you brought up True TV earlier. True TV. I think that they stay with them because True TV just lets them do whatever and they let them do their be creative and they have creative control. True TV sucks. Yeah. Their shows are awful. They don't um, I don't really I don't mind Carbonaro Effect, the magician one, but there's Sorry. there's this new one. Sorry. It's called Big Trick Energy that they introduced on True TV. It's about these four guys. Never oh, I never heard of that. Yeah. yeah. Four best friends who are magicians. And oh, they the new show's out. coming out. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I'm not going to spend a single second on that show. Yeah. Because Impractical Jokers carries that network. True TV. You know, I almost wouldn't mind if they were on MTV, to be honest. Yeah, they could MTV do MTV. Got a lot of good shows. Where else could they go? They could go ABC, to be honest. They could, they could go would Big be Four. phenomenal if they yeah. were on ABC. Yeah. Or any of, like, the, the four through... Oh, if they were on the same network as Survivor, if they went on CBS, which I like CBS, CBS a lot. Good, yeah. TNT, they'd be fine. Mm. Um, TBS would also be good. Ooh. I, I think, I like I like the, I really like the production cast on True TV. Just because, especially the executive producer, like, he's so chill. He's so cool. Um, um, Will Faxton? But yeah, no, just their crew. It's really yeah. funny. Awesome, bro. Um, I think we have a special guest coming up. Um, I'm not sure who it is. <laughs> I hope it's another guy. We're an hour oh, into no, this episode. Not. Gosh dang it. Morgan, come get a microphone. Morgan, grab a drink. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> We're an hour in, but I don't care because people listen to this on uh, super probably, speed anyway. So like Come on. We're alive. You're going to be on the episode. Come here. Okay? Come on. Sit down. These are bath mats. These are bath mats. Sit down. Hi, this is my dog. <laughs> she's she's so nice when Colton's over. This is my dog. Oh, we have food in the pantry. You know, I I wanted to bring up doing a solo podcast, and I'm glad you're here, Morgan. Like, we're live. We're Come so, sit down. We're so glad you're here. God. <laughs> Spent all day with your in-laws. Come and sit down. You airbag. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I was gonna say, um, doing a solo podcast can be really tough sometimes because you're talking to dead air and you have no one to bounce ideas off of. Uh, one of you two are going to have to go up against each other. You're going to have to fight each other for co-host position. <laughs> Why? Because you're... They can't hear you. I think a female's touch would be great. Yeah, but I'm not... As into sports as you guys. You, we don't have to talk about sports. I talk about sports every four podcast episodes. Okay. And it, honestly, a female's touch on a sports <laughs> segment is actually really funny. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he threw the basketball. <laughs> he scored a layup. Yeah. 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 What's, what's uh, your funniest IJ moment? We were drinking a little bit. Want to drink? 
Tonic and vodka. We have vodka. Tonic. So you see this cup right here? <laughs> it was basically this high and then it makes it. Okay, we've got dead air here. We're gonna go to the phones. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, anyway. Commercial break. <laughs> right. Fun. Music break. Are you Okay, I yeah. Texting break. <laughs> Texting break. It's a client. What's his name? Client. Rosalie. Oh, That's her name. He sounds cute. Very. Very. You know, I got out a lot of my honorable mentions. What you did? Yeah, I got out of I can't tell you. There's a really funny one when they're when they're tennis instructors. <laughs> they make them moan. <laughs> my favorite IJ episode or um, segment. My my favorite IJ segment um, is the one in the movie where they interview at the basketball team. Oh, good one! Yeah, the movie. Yeah. Oh, the, yes, movie. Yeah. the movie. Yeah, that's a yes. good. That's a good bit. And um, what part? Wait, which 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 <laughs> joke? Which joke? Joe, Joe. Yes. Whenever yes. he goes, <laughs> he's like, "I'll be right back," and then he goes, goes down and plays basketball. That shit is so funny. His jumper, his jumper is terrible. Yeah, and then he and she goes out there and looks, and she's like, "What? The, what?" She's so confused. It's so funny. It comes I, back like nothing's wrong. He's like, "Y'all need to up your security." <laughs> right. And it wasn't he going for the security position. Yeah, something and like that. And she was, she um, was like head of security. Yeah, like that is security. that one was. Phenomenal. I hate when interviewers are all like, like why, why can't you have fun with those things? Ugh, I hate just being in the office and everybody's like. We need to maximize efficiency within the workplace. When nope. No! You, when have you been in the office? <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> have you listened to my radio debut on KNON 89.3 FM? I think so. No, I didn't know yet. Okay. The 13-minute uh, video I sent you. Then I probably have. Ah, all right. You'll get on it. I know I'm you're busy. Awful. Hey, I am. you know a it. funny moment from the movie? Is when they put the tiger in Sal's room. That is funny. And then he hears a growl and he grabs <laughs> yes. the door. He's like, <laughs> That's, and he opens the That's door scary. and it's just the wall. That, that is, is scary. really scary. I mean, obviously they would have had. No, but he's scared of cats. That's the ultimate That's cat. the cat. Yeah. He exactly. grabbed the door like it was going to protect him. One, uh, oh, okay. I, got, I have a couple more on my, on my thing. Um, yeah, we can continue to have fun. Sweetie. Yeah, she's pretty cute. Um, Sal, I think this is season one or two. Sal is a dentist. They're doing a do what you're told bit. And he has a, a patient in there and he, he, he adjusts him backwards yep. and then they yep. tell him to keep yep. raising him. <laughs> and, then, and Sal loses it. The patient is just laying backwards yeah. like on a decline bench. And Sal walks out because he's laughing too hard. Too. That's a great one. Um, what else do we got? I, I have a bunch more. You know, anytime Sal laughs. Anytime he laughs and falls down and loses control of his body, everywhere. it is he's contagious. Especially when he grabs Joe and just runs with him because like, he's laughing so hard. <laughs> oh yeah, he hilarious. takes someone down with him. That's right. Because <laughs> that's just pure. You can't even control your motor function. What was that? I don't know. Voice crack. Voice crack. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call it out every Around single time. Attractive men. That's right. Uh, another bit when they're tailors. And they give, they tell Joe that there's a measuring stick behind the couch, and he goes back there and he grabs this giant level that's about six feet long, and yeah. he measures. Or the, uh, Mer, they make Mer go on a hoverboard, 
and they yeah. have the the paper tape measure and they make him wrap around the guy in the hoverboard. <laughs> There's one more where Sal has that little inch. inch <laughs> he keeps going. And then he loses count and he has to start over. That one is great. Oh, man. We're having audio fun, aren't we? Yeah, right. Anyways, um, I read a thing earlier today. 72% of people don't want to relocate to a new state. They want to stay living in a, in the state that they were born. Where do you guys sit on that? Where do you want to where do you want to end up? Where do you want to retire? Do you want to retire in Texas? Or do you want to retire somewhere else? I think that eventually See, I don't know. I think that I don't know. This is a tough one. Yeah. I think that when I'm 50, I would either live in Texas or Colorado or Florida. But for the next like probably Five to ten years, I'll stay in Texas for cool. sure, hundred percent. I need you near me as long as possible. Yeah. Um, what about you, Morgan? Where would you want to retire? Um, <clears throat> wherever has the best tax benefits. <laughs> best what? Like, I think you already tax, live there. Tax benefits. No, yeah, I'm kidding. Texas is a really great place don't to retire, um, just because you know you don't have any state income tax, and real estate's really good. But if you're retired, you should have plenty of money. What if money's not a thing? Well, Where'd you go? Out of the country. Really? Oh, yeah. Like Spain? Maybe. Maybe I would live in Europe for a little bit. Maybe I would move to Canada. Maybe okay. Mexico. Okay. All right. There's so many better places than, like, Irving, Texas. Oh, yeah. 100%. So. Um, if it were up to me... In state, I always told myself that whenever we moved to Texas from New Hampshire, that I would come back. My U.S. my American dream retirement place is New Hampshire, and Morgan's giving me a weird face right now. No. Um, because she doesn't approve. But <laughs> I just, uh, my out my that. out of the country retirement dream location would be New Zealand. Okay. okay. Beautiful country. We can go live in a hobbit hole. Oh, oh, oh my God. <laughs> I have a boner as we speak. <laughs> that would be incredible. I appreciate you saying that, by You're the way. Welcome. Thank you. We'll go to New Zealand someday. Okay. Huh. We can get an Airbnb. So I'm going to take out the wireless microphone here because Colton is going pee. And I want to get a load of his stream. That's not right. <laughs> I had to pee for like an hour. That's okay. Uh, I gotta say, uh, the season nine, episode one, the audio producer bit where they do and say what they're told oh, while the while the voice actors are doing, um, yeah, <laughs> just like stupid things <laughs> they make them do stuff. Um, Which one was your favorite? <clears throat> oh, I wish I would have watched yeah. it again. Um, I'm pretty sure Sal's was funny, but they're all funny. Bro. I'm not helping the audio at all here. Uh, yeah, what's up? Um, when when Mur marries Sal's sister, or any time oh. Sal's sister is involved in a presentation <laughs> or anything, he hates it so much. He hates that. He hates his sister. Yeah, he hates Mur. Um, I'll go ahead and end on this one. 
right if that's okay. Sal having to pants Randy Couture. <laughs> the punishment. <laughs> yeah, the punishment. Where they make him teach a class on Krav Maga and yep. he refuses to do something so because they knew he was <laughs> Yeah. They told him to pants one of the yeah. the classmates so and they brought in Randy. Yeah, so they brought in Randy Couture. You know, um, the funniest part to me was when he was about to quit and he was standing there and he was like, okay. And then he dove. That's such a childish move. It's so stupid. All right. Um, well, we're, we're running over an hour here. Uh, if you've made it this long in the podcast, I really, really appreciate it, to be honest. Um, you are loyal and you will right. be brought up if I'm ever... You might be the next guest. Yeah, you might, you might be brought up in a nomination or an award speech for whenever I win a Marconi a radio award. But <clears throat> we had some fun today, and I this is exactly what I wanted to do with Impractical Jokers Talk. I didn't want to do some sort of stupid format where we leave things on the table that we wanted to bring up. I think we brought up everything that we wanted to. And there's, there's probably a hundred other things that we could bring up. But um, I, I'm 100% satisfied with our talk today. Uh, thank you, Morgan, for guest appearing on here. And talk. Of course, I'll be back. Yeah, you will. Um, Colton, how, how did you feel about your first time doing a podcast? It's awesome, bro. I just felt like I was talking to you, honestly. That's what it's talking all about. about my favorite show, so it's pretty yeah. easy. It was a softball topic, and I knew we'd have a good time. You know what? I would have said the exact same thing if these weren't on. Yeah. That's video. That's... That is the epitome of good radio right there. Let's go. Good podcasting right there. All right. Um, we'll, let you, we'll let you all go. Hopefully you're listening to the morning because I want to be a morning radio host, and that's when you should be listening to all my podcasts. Play that beat. Colton, anything you want to um, play what beat? I don't know. You had it at the beginning. <laughs> well, I don't think I can pull it oh, in. Oh, dang it. That would have been sick. I will. Um, anything you want to plug and follow uh, you on anything? The only thing I want to leave off with is uh, you look really cute today. Oh, thanks. You like my hair? I grew it out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it is kind of Yeah, I'm going to get a haircut soon. Get some product. Because I can't afford it. Oh. I'll afford a haircut. <laughs> you know that, Morgan? You're going to have to start learning how to cut hair. I can make oh. Can you cut hair? Whoa, whoa, whoa. No? It's, it's hard. I would I would feel the pressure if I, uh, if I would do that. Yeah. Um, but hey, we'll be back next week, maybe with a guest, maybe not. I need to talk about the Celtics soon because I haven't done one yet, a podcast on them. But I'll talk to the Wall of Media podcast next week. Remember to follow me on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Wall of Media. Thank you so much for listening. Peace.